0: Thank you. of the MacGap and Fries movie podcast, boys and girls. I'm Gavin. I'm Ian. And as per usual, we're going to be hitting you up with the news from around the known galaxy, the known universe, Then we got some movie reviews for you. I'll be reviewing um, The Joneses, starring Demi Moore and David Duchovny. And I'll be taking a look at Four Line's Chris Morris movie about terrorism. <laughs> And, Comedy about terrorism And I'm going to talk a little bit about The Proposition uh, Which is uh, a little bit of an old movie But it's a movie that I recently rewatched And forgot how good it is And just feel the need to talk about it a little bit Cool
1: Don't spoil it for me I won't spoil it for you I won't spoil it for anyone As usual, if you want to disagree with us Agree with us Let us know what we're doing Probably should That helicopter's flying low um, oh shit, yeah Email us about the helicopter <laughs> <laughs> The email address is podcast at mcjappinfries.com
0: Once again, that's podcast at mcjappinfries.com so Talk to line, people
1: <laughs> I think we can start off with We get back into the habit now of starting off with
0: Captain America news I think so <laughs>
1: <laughs> So this week, the uh, it was the Daily Mail, I think, in the UK Managed to get two scoops Yep Two scoops one, Two scoops One rum and raisin, one vanilla <laughs> Uh, the first scoop they got was uh, some shots from the new uh, Captain America movie, which is shooting in London at the moment.
0: Mm-hmm. It's not actually Chris Evans in, in the outfit, it's uh, it's his stunt double, but uh, you get a pretty good look at the costume. This is the first real look at the costume. Yep. And it looks pretty badass. <laughs> yeah, it does. And right. I just I like noticed the way he's uh, he's wearing them. For those of you who
1: don't know, it looks like he's wearing like a bit like some of the, the preview footage that came out, The uh, not preview footage, the, um, the concept art. Like you yep. can see on the shoulder pads, he's got that kind of like, you know, foam padding stuff that they showed on mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Um, but does this, this is like a pair of riding boots, uh, blue combats, and then just a kind of a colored top. But mm. loads of belts around the waist and a uh, shield
0: on the back. The helmet's uh, pretty much a standard issue military, military helmet. Just with a little face mask added. Yep, and with, uh, and we- with wings painted on. Which is cool. That's a nice <laughs> way of achieving the wings. Uh, flames on Optimus.
1: <laughs> I think it looks good I think I it's like a nice it. way of getting I, the wings on I
0: like it I mean um, it's it's kind of you know like in daylight you kind of just hope they're going to light it a certain way and he's slightly it,
1: chunkier than Chris Evans
0: yeah slightly <laughs> this guy's had a couple of burritos you can tell he likes his Philly cheese
1: sticks this is Stuntman <laughs> Dave um Driving a motorcycle So, I mean, it's a badass motorbike as well. So, it looks like the rumors are that this is being chased by Hydra which you can see the little Hydro logos on the Yeah, those bikes. yeah, yeah. And, and the those Hydro looks like
0: cool. cool. They look cool.
1: They're like, again, nice retro touch to these things. They look like, you know, they look fut- futuristic if you're living in 1945.
0: I'm so glad that it's going to be like a World War 2 movie. That's just going to yeah. give it such an added dimension. Because uh, a while a while ago, if, if someone else had done it other than Marvel, you're not so sure that would have happened. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of cool. Yeah. And also, I uh, got to see, like, uh, Emma Frost. January Jones' is Emma Frost. Yeah, this, looks, this again, this really sells
1: what they're what we were talking about a few weeks ago, which is that they're actually going for a 1960s James Bond kind of vibe
0: for this. She does look like a fucking fembot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's wearing a cape. She's wearing... Like, chicks don't think wear capes anymore. I know. It's awesome. And the, the big, uh,
1: puffy, white, she's wearing one of those big, white, puffy hats, the so kind of cape with the go-go boots, and... Uh,
0: she looks like a fembot. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, yeah, I mean, you, what you were saying earlier is definitely true. I think it is going to be like a good 10, 15 minutes to get the Austin Powers thing out of the way. Exactly. Because uh, just looking at this picture of her, she looks like she's in an Austin Powers movie. Exactly. <laughs> and you even see her getting into one of those old school bubble helicopters that they had back in the day from Yeah, Skitty. yeah, sweet. <laughs> Love that shit! <laughs> I'm all over it. So that the, 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 the this game is going to own my ass. Yeah, which is well, <laughs>
1: surprising how much we go on about tone. I mean, these photos for like just random snaps of
0: the set. I mean, this, the outfits look cool. I think one of the reasons we go on about tone is because that is that it, you know that does because we've seen the original Captain America movie. There you go. <laughs> with, with JD with JD Salinger's grandson, yeah, <laughs> Matt Salinger. But yeah, I mean. the... the
1: they look promising.
0: They look very promising.
1: I just want to finish up with this as well, but we're talking about Marvel, and that something that's <laughs> tonally all over the fucking place. Um, I don't know if you've ever heard of Marvel vs. Capcom? these uh, fighting games, these the whole Street Fighter 2 movie, uh, Street Fighter 2 kind of games, and now they've made a new one, which is Marvel versus Capcom 3. It's games like
0: that that actually... An- piss me off that I'm not good at games. Yeah. Because I would love to be able to play those games. As Captain America. As Captain America, or anyone. You know,
1: but this, this trailer is just batshit insane. Because they're, they're <laughs> trying to tie together all these characters, and the Cap, some of the Capcom characters are not... Like, the Marvel characters have been done in a kind of a Street Fighter style, mm-hmm. and that looks cool. Yeah. And there is one very badass moment with Chun-Li and Captain America. Dr. Doom's attacking the helicarrier, the uh-huh. Super Scroll, <laughs> And he shoots down their chopper, and the chopper's landing. Uh, Doom throws... The Super Scroll stretches his arm out, grabs the helicopter, rips it out of the sky, they fall out. Then um, Captain America throws his shield at the Super Scroll's long arm that knocks the helicopter out of his hand and then it's falling on them. Mm-hmm. And just as the helicopter is crashing in front of them, it's just shot from behind him. And he's just standing, Captain America's just standing there with his hand up uh-huh. and it's in slow-mo and the shield just comes into his hand. Uh-huh. And he just turns it and as the helicopter's falling towards them, the blades slice off the shield oh shit and they just like (laughs) buckle and break and then he just kind of hits it and it goes over them (laughs) and it looks it's like it's his Wolverine moment from the trailer for X-Men Origins Uh -uh. Um, it looks badass but then of course you have a wolf from a, a kami video game kind of a Japanese god wolf and uh, Beautiful Joe who's a super fo- deformed character that they haven't stretched uh-huh. so they turn up and like super Beautiful Joe is saved by Iron Man and it just looks bizarre seeing this guy with a short little body and a giant head in Tommy Stark's arms it's <laughs> <laughs> pretty funny definitely have a look for that where'd you get that? Uh, I found that on a website called Kotaku so they have like you know movie trailers. oh yeah I know, nice, I know that yeah. website so if you see a uh, Marvel vs. Capcom 3 I think it's the latest trailer they've released shit sweet (laughs) it looks fucking hilarious I'm
0: all over it (laughs) Uh, there's been some uh, casting news uh, with uh, The Hobbit Mm. Uh, they're saying that uh, they had offered the role to Martin Freeman Mm. Uh, that's Actually, genius. Yeah. <laughs> uh, although there was some uh, confusion. This is, there's a lot of scuttlebutt about this. I mean, yeah. the first
1: story was in The Sun, saying he couldn't do it because yeah. of Sherlock. Yeah. But The Sun is hardly... Yeah. The Sun newspaper, you know... It's it not has, a yeah, newspaper. It's, yeah, it's a rag mag. It's, it's not, not a the most newspaper. reliable...
0: It's for people who can't afford Playboy.
1: Yeah. <laughs> the only reason why I believe the Daily Mail with these photos is because they have photos. Yes. Unless they're shooting something else that looks like Captain America. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't you be pissed <laughs> if you're if you're Marvel and this shit comes out? It's like what? Who else is <laughs> who else is doing this shit? Uh, but for those of you who don't know, Martin Martin Freeman he he was the lead in uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. He's also uh, in From the original Office in Hot Fuzz, Love Actually. He was in the original Office. Hot Fuzz. Hot Fuzz. Yeah, he was uh, had that cameo in the beginning with Bill Nye and uh, Steve Coogan. Yeah. Anyway, at the beginning. Oh, yeah yeah, exactly. yeah, 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 in London. Yeah, yeah, in London, before he gets sent off to the country. Yeah. Um, he's quite a well-known name in, in England, yeah. uh, but... Currently playing I mean, Dr. Watson in TV show Sherlock. That's right. Uh, but it's, it's genius casting, actually. I mean, this guy was born to play a fucking hobbit. <laughs> uh, I mean, What's that, that movie? Is it, is it um, Love Actually,
1: where he's a porn? He's a, porn. Yeah, nice. he's, he's yeah, a stand-in? Yeah, yeah. he's a stand That's a genius
0: in. role. That's awesome, that segment. Uh, and that segment did not exist, I think, in um, the US version. In in, in in the Malaysian version. Oh really? Yeah, when they when they when they released the movie here, I don't think that whole subplot was gone. <laughs> then suddenly they they turn up at the end, and there are couples like, "Who the fuck are you?" <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but there was some confusion because they were saying that um, he might not be able to do it, as he was saying, because of his commitments to Sherlock. But now they're saying that they actually have offered him a, a deal that would able to have them do both yeah Entertainment Weekly came out and said this right yeah although the,
1: one of the things I saw on one of the sites was saying that it's probably pretty easy to move your shooting you know to suit your shooting schedule for a movie that's not even like greenlit, mm-hmm. like not really started yet
0: I know it's like it, it, it's it's almost annoying any Hobbit news that you hear now because mm-hmm. it's like fuck is this movie happening or not it's gone to a point now where I almost don't want to see this movie anymore that's why Gallo the Tower left. Yeah, no, you know, it's like shit. Hit.
1: I don't want to make this movie
0: anymore. You know, I mean, that, you know, despite the fact that I've put in months and months of pre production, I'm still going to leave. That should tell you something. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like now like they're saying that Peter Jackson might direct it again, and that just makes me even less interested because mm-hmm. it's like, I want to see Peter Jackson do something else. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see him go back to the fucking Shire. Yeah. You know? <laughs> three, mo- three incredibly long movies was enough. And also, what if it sucks? Yeah. You know, what if it sucks? You're just going to sully the whole thing. You know, I mean, at least if someone else was directing it and it sucked, you can say, oh, well, he didn't direct it. Yeah. You know, but now, you know, it's. It won't suck, though. He's it, awesome. I know it won't suck. You never know, dude.
1: Yeah, never it could know. be the difficult movie because they, they, they all have it once they, they. All the directors have that movie where it just doesn't work.
0: Just doesn't work. You know, it's like, eh. Uh. Anyway, anyway, I mean, I do think it's good casting. If, mm-hmm. they, if, if this move, as and when this movie ever fucking happens, I hope that they do go along with this casting choice because yeah. it's a good idea. Uh, but even even like Ian McKellen was like saying like you know as far as I'm you know they, they know when I'm not ava- they know when I'm not available. Yeah. So it's like, is it going to happen? And if they if they recast Gandalf, they're fucked. Yeah. They're fucked.
1: They're totally fucked.
0: But anyway, I thought it was worth mentioning because it's the closest thing to casting news that this movie has ever gotten. Yeah. And MGM desperately is trying to get this movie made. Yeah. Like like even they don't, I mean they don't, what was it they have um... Bond.
1: Bond's just put on indefinite hiatus, and uh, what's the other one? The ones that they've already shot? Joss Whedon's um, Cabin in the Woods. Cabin in the Woods. Uh, Red Dawn. Red Dawn. And they're like, they're shot, they're in the can, they just can't afford the marketing Yeah. Never mind putting together a Lord of the Rings movie. Yeah. Someone's so. got to just swoop in there and buy that shit off them. Did you see the new trailer for Megamind No, I did not. So they dropped another trailer, which is not just a rehash of the Comic Con trailer or the trailers we've seen since then. Uh huh. Um, this, is re- this movie's getting more and more intriguing because there's segments of this involving Brad Pitt character that don't make it as cut and dried as it originally looks because you know they have gone out of the way not, they originally went out of the way not to show what happens to Brad Pitt's character yeah and the trailer we saw Comic Con just blew that out of the water blew that out of <laughs> water. the water the major plot point was given away and then there was kind of a little bit of Jonah Hill's character yeah. this new trailer has a lot of Jonah Hill's character but also Brad's character pops up in a way that's quite unexpected I see and it shows a little bit more around it. So I'm actually really interested in seeing this. I mean it was it was funny at Comic Con anyway, it looked like it was gonna be a bit of a laugh riot anyway. Yeah, yeah. But um yeah, this looks like it could be twisty turny and interesting as well as funny. It's not just
0: being rushed out. Oh, ah, cool. Yeah. No, I mean, I liked what I saw at the Comic Con, yeah. and so I you know I am I am interested in this, and, really? I, and I love the design of it. Yeah. And Will Ferrell just won me over at the Comic Con. Like, yeah. I'm gonna. I'm, I'll, I'll pay money to see this movie. Yeah. yeah. And, and, Brad, and Brad Pitt looks like he like I mean more so
1: than the Superman stick he does at the beginning. Later on, he really sends up the whole celebrity lifestyle thing. Yeah. Thank you, random citizen. Yeah. No, but it's even later when he's like, I want to concentrate on my music. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> yeah. He's got a ukulele <laughs> and he can sing.
0: Excellent. <laughs> and
1: that's exactly what Tina Fey and Will Ferrell. Really,
0: <laughs> excellent. Uh, one movie that I just uh, just read about that could quite possibly be the best movie ever made. Uh, Danny McBride is teaming up with uh, Aziz Ansari. You, you know, Aziz Ansari. Yeah, he presented the MTV Movie yeah. Awards this year. He cracks me up. Yeah. I mean, that boy cracks me up. He's really funny in Observe and observant. Report. Yeah, <laughs> he's got this. He's got this scene with uh, Seth Rogen because Seth Rogen and him are always at odds with each other because Seth Rogen's like pretty much just a racist son of a bitch, uh-huh. <laughs> and and he keeps like accusing him of being a terrorist, uh-huh. you know, and, and he's like. And he tries to uh, pin a crime on Aziz Ansari like, and, and brings Ray really Oda this cop, up to him. He's like, so like this, guy, this guy did it, this guy did it. And then like, Aziz Ansari's like, I got a restraining order against this motherfucker. <laughs> and it's like, you know, he keeps accusing me of this crazy shit. He, last week he accused me of trying to blow up the, chicken fil- the, the Chick-fil-A. Why the <laughs> fuck would I want to blow up the Chick-fil-A? It's fucking delicious. <laughs> And there's like been a streaker there, you know, and like this old middle-aged white guy's been just going around like flashing, flashing random customers, and he's like, you know, this is the guy that did it. It's like my dick is black, you motherfucker. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Danny McBride is teaming up with uh, Aziz Ansari on a, on a comedy that's. Uh, uh, it'd be interesting to see whether they keep this title. Uh, the title of the comedy is Olympic-sized asshole. <laughs> And uh, it's written by Aziz Ansari and uh, Matt oh. Hubbard, uh, who writes for Thirty Rock. Mm-hmm. And uh, Danny McBride recently described the premise: uh, "quote It's about this Olympic athlete who comes back to his hometown, and he bangs mine and Aziz's girlfriends. <laughs> so we go on this mission to destroy his Olympic life." <laughs> <laughs> that sounds genius. That could be good. It'll be interesting to see who plays the uh, Olympic guy. the Olympic guy, Josh Duchemel. <laughs> yeah. Matthew McConaughey <laughs> Now that's a role I will buy Matthew McConaughey in Yeah Boom <laughs> uh, Speaking of boom Keanu Reeves has got a new movie that he's doing It's called Generation Um Yeah I saw it a little <laughs> bit it's, It sounds like perfect casting <laughs> uh, It's It features Bohana Novakovic who is the daughter in Edge of Darkness and uh, Adelaide Clemens uh, she was going to be in the the the, uh, the new Mad Max movie. And uh, it's basically about a man who spends a day immersing him, him immersing himself in sex, drugs, and indecision. It, this movie was written and directed by Mark L. Mann, whose only feature-length film to date is a documentary called Finishing Heaven, which is about a man who's trying to finish filming in the movie he started 37 years ago. Jesus. <laughs> Dude, are you sure, Neo? Are you sure? I am. Anyway, Generation Ohm is a great title though. Generation Ohm is an awesome title I'll, I'll see it yeah. <laughs> Did you hear the st- uh, stuff about The Dark Tower? Yeah, so Ron Howard and Who's the other guy who's involved? Ron Howard, Akiva, uh, Akiva Goldsman mm-hmm. And
1: you um, also wrote Universal. Batman and Robin
0: <laughs> Yes, he did uh, He also wrote uh, iRobot <laughs> so if you
1: mean, don't know, this 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 is one of Stephen King's not horror horror books. So it's it's a weird thing. It's like it's a gunslinger, but there's fantasy and all this kind of shit in there as well, right? Mm-hmm. It's not a post apocalyptic thing. It's just it's a weird other universe type of stuff. Have I'm, you read
0: anything? I'm actually not very familiar with it. I haven't read it, but I, I, I mean I am aware of it. I do know it's a pretty sprawling epic. Yeah, but it's insane how they're going to do it. Yeah, with, absolutely. With Universal Pictures and NBC, it's uh, just uh, it's. It's, uh, it's like the first. Is it a movie first. It's no. It's going to be a TV series first. Yeah. It's like a TV series will air on NBC, and then it'll and it will supplement three feature films. Yeah. No, but I think what they're saying was they'll do the, the, the
1: series, then a movie, then another series, so another, then that, another yeah. movie, then yeah. another series, then another movie. But there's actually twelve books.
0: Yeah. It's like after the second film, the TV series will then go back and follow follow the character as a young man, the, the, lead, the lead character. Oh. Uh, which will likewise lead up in, uh, in, in 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 into the third movie. And then, and then, in quotes, and beyond. It's <laughs> going to be an expensive fucking box set. I know,
1: Jesus. But that's like a massive. I've been stung by a loss. I am not investing in this until it's, I heard it's good. It's a massive going.
0: undertaking. I mean, if one of, if one of, if one of just, if just one of them doesn't work, yeah. the whole. It's like a house of cars, The whole thing's going to fall apart. Yeah,
1: but it's just. It could be not, very much like you know. God. We've seen the Airbenders and Golden Compass, you know, and these things. They just fuck it up, and they'll fuck up the whole thing for everyone forever.
0: I know. It's just. It's. I mean. I don't even know how they're going to do it. I mean, like, what kind of what kind of commitment is that going to take yeah. to fucking follow it?
1: Did you see? We mentioned last week that there was a uh, M Night Shyamalan had been poking fun at himself on um, MTV with a spoof trailer for Escalation, as opposed to you know spoofing Devil, but on an escalator instead of a lift. Mm-hmm. Uh, College humor, who is a very very good humorous side, have come up with another one, which is more about M Night Shyamalan. It's about how you know something it's it shot like an M. Night Shyamalan movie mm-hmm. and it's just like from the mind of M. Night Shyamalan and it's like from the mind of the mind of M. Night Shyamalan but it just keeps going along it's like people don't seem to like my movies anymore <laughs> it's like I don't. I think it's just that they weren't very good it's just no it's not that something else is happening <laughs> and then this guy with no ears and like a bald face turns up and is like He's like... it's ah! in the background ever so often. And then he's like saying, you know, but the happening made a bank. And then, you know, his wife is like, no, I mean, it wasn't great. And he's like, not you too, no! So it's a real kind of horror kind of pastiche thing but like everyone around him has learned his movies as shit even though they're not or something. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> and at the end he meets the, uh, the the creature thing and he's just like, what are you doing? Why are you, uh, why are you destroying my career? And he says, it was never any good. I did it all. <laughs> So it's definitely worth having a look at. It's on College Humor. If you just look for M Shaman. Oh, but that's cool that he can do that, though. It's not him.
0: Oh right. <laughs> <laughs> I but see. But it's funny.
1: <laughs> <laughs> a scary rumor of the week is that uh, Gemma Atterson has said she's in talks, or she's she's um, she's meeting with director Ridley Scott about possibly starring in Alien prequel. I know. I read about this. It's mm-hmm. just, just terrible. No, I mean. This could be the role that she does some good. I've heard actually, what's this, Tamara? Drew, she's actually alright. She's supposed to be actually alright. Yeah, I saw yeah, a trailer for that and I was just
0: like, man. I, I don't know, she's just one of those things, I just don't get the hype. Mm. I just don't get it. Her, her voice drives me up the fucking wall. I can't deal with it. It's too much. <laughs> it's too much, man. It took too much, too much. Two glasses of ice water with ice. Ooh. Two glasses of ice water with ice. Uh, there was some stuff on Clash of the Titans, too. Uh, apparently, Ray Fiennes and Liam Neeson are confirmed to come back, along with uh, Gemma you. Fucking Atherton oh, and uh, Danny Houston. Danny no Houston, uh, <laughs> <laughs> don't expect to see him back. They could. <laughs> they, they refused to give me two lines of dialogue this time, so fuck it. And um, Sam Worthington, of course, will be coming back. But uh, the um, at the Toronto Film Festival, the uh, producer Basil Iwank Iwanky <laughs> whatever his name is, uh, says it's that. About uh, a <laughs> But this this is uh, something that I thought was kind of funny. It's like, uh, Jonathan Leavesman who just did this movie Battle of Los Angeles, is directing it. We're on early prep on that. It's a huge movie, and we want to do a much better job on it. Yes, please. Please. <laughs> Wouldn't be hard to do a much better job. I think we learned a lot from the tone of the first one, whether or not it got too serious or, jo- or got too jokey. And it's really a cool group of guys, and the, and, the, and the three new big roles that I think will be the movie star... And, and, and three new big roles that I think will be movie stars, and we have high expectations for it. Well, you're the producer, you have to have high expectations for it. Hmm. I mean, yeah. He probably had high expectations for the first one as well, and that was a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did you different? hear that um, it looks like there's going to be a sequel to My Name is Bruce? Yes, I heard about this. Was this the one that Bruce Campbell is like saying he wants to do the Expendables version of horror movies? Exactly. Yeah, he's saying it's it's the
1: Expendables or more like the it's a mad, mad, mad world of horror. I want to get so many horror movie stars that people can't possibly not see in the movie. I want to give them other stuff to do. I want to have Kane Hodder be very particular about what he eats. I want Robert England to be a tough guy, like he knows Taekwondo or something. I want to find out the hidden sides of these people. Some will play themselves, some will play alternative characters as well. I may approach Kane Hodder to play Frankenstein. He could be Fran- Han- Fra- Fra- he could be Kane Hodder himself fighting himself as Frankenstein. It could be crazy. So uh, yeah, it looks like he's going to. The, the producer was talking about that. How Bruce goes to visit a country in Europe, but he thinks he's an all-expenses-paid stay there. They put him up in a big castle, and he thinks those groupies hanging around, but they're actually minions. <laughs> but you know, Bruce. Fair enough, he did My Name is Bruce, which is not that great. But, you know, he hasn't, he's been holding off during the sequel to Baba Hotep, so hopefully he's got some quality control with regards to sequels. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And anytime you see more, Bruce Campbell's always good.
0: Yeah, Bruce Campbell's just one of those guys, like, even when it's shit, it's like, it's like pizza, even when, even when it's bad, it's still pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> 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 You remember those mayonnaise ads? The
1: guy like, <laughs> found the pizza under the yeah. couch and just like put the mayonnaise on it. Was like makes everything taste better. <laughs> Kane Hodder um. could be the mayonnaise to Bruce Campbell's pizza.
0: <laughs> uh.
1: Bit of sad news now. Did you hear that uh, Glenn Shadix passed away this week? Yes, weekend? I did. I did. At fifty-eight. So for those of you who don't know who he is, he's probably most well remembered as Otho in Beetlejuice. He's genius in that.
0: I loved him in that. Mm. Uh, He was also. um,
1: He did a couple of voices, and then The Nightmare Before Christmas. He worked a lot with Tim Burton. Yep, and he did a lot of voice work in his later years. Mm -hmm.
0: He's fifty-eight. Really? Yeah. Wow. Fuck. Young. Dropping like flies. Where you going? Well, apparently, this is something that I'm just. uh, It's not even news. I just find it amusing. Josh Brolin wasn't happy with Jonah Hex. You reckon? (laughs) Um, It's safe enough now
1: that he's finished the press junkets and he's realized that, yeah, it's not going to make money, so...
0: And He was talking to MTV, and he said, uh, and, uh, quote, We had an original intention, and that got away from us a little bit. (laughs) Everybody did do their best to try and create the best movie of what we had, but I think it got so derailed at a certain point that the assemblage of what we could use was so disconnected to our original intention (laughs) (laughs) was that it just got mixed up. That's what I told the marketing people at Warner Brothers. I said, I can't lie about this, so I have to look for a truism that I can go with. (laughs) I do think that if you go in there... Kind of like with Piranha 3D When you go to see that movie You go What? This is ridiculous And this is fun So if you went into Jonah Hex with that I think you had a good time Mm Mm-hmm I, I, I want to now go back and look at interviews with him and see what he said, what his truism was. Oh, I know, I know. The fact. hat was really cool. <laughs> I really like the hat. Yeah. It just but the thing is, is like it could have been such a different movie because um, initially, have you seen it. The crank directors were were going to. Yeah, do it. they wrote it originally. Yeah. They wrote and the original uh, bro. Josh Brolin uh, had them fired, and then Jimmy Hayward was. Did he have them fired? I didn't hear that. Yeah, I didn't hear it either. But apparently, that's what worst preview says: is that Josh Brolin had them fired. You fucked yourself, bro. fucked yourself, bro. brah brah
1: <laughs> You, you goonie they're still <laughs> on for, for Ghost Rider 2 are they? yeah 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 and Nicolas Cage is coming
0: back <laughs> Ghost Harder can you imagine like Ghost Rider done in the style of Crank that'd just be too much <laughs> my face is on fire ah! monster movie <laughs> Nicolas Cage I love that dude I'll watch him in anything I even like Bangkok Dangerous Have you driven by (laughs) Have you
1: you driven up Buggy Bentang recently Past the um, Pavilion Mm -mm. The Mont Blanc store Not a plug Um, They've got a Giant creepy Nick Cage Smiling out at you With a watch on I was like "Ah!" (laughs) Get it away Cover it Jesus
0: You should definitely have a look. It's just—it's creepy and it's huge. I ain't going into that part of town just so I can see you fucking Nicolas Cage smiling, wearing a fucking expensive. But it's a creepy smile. It's like I'm gonna fuck your mother. That's the kind of smile. I'm gonna gonna be wearing the watch when I do it. I'm gonna fuck your mother.
1: It's it's, it's creepy.
0: Uh, Hey, this is my creepy. I'm gonna fuck your mother smile. No, seriously, can I fuck your mother? I'll give you this watch. <laughs> if I give you this watch, will you let me fuck your mother? <laughs> I'm gonna use that one. Day. <laughs> you <laughs> don't have a watch. I know.
1: <laughs> Just oh. draw one
0: on. <laughs> the giant tag hire. <laughs> Just draw the watch on. It's like, <laughs> if I give you this watch, can I fuck your mom? <laughs> Please. <laughs> oh, God. So, yeah, this, those terrible fucking pictures for the Spider-Man musical. Yes.
1: So, Spider-Man, turn off the dark. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Julie Taymor and uh, Bono and The Edge were on Good Morning America during the week uh, showcasing a song. Uh, what's the man's name? Your name's name's? Kearney, right? Reed Kearney? uh uh-huh. So, Reed they they the song Boy Falls from the Sky, which, did you hear this? No. It's... Totally a YouTube joint. Like it's got the edges wank a wank a guitar, and mm-hmm. um, it's got the soaring bit in the middle. But mm-hmm. of course, it has like dumbass lines like "I fly too high, burned by the sun." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can see. I can't see how that's working in a musical context. I can't see it. I can see it as like you know, um, what's his name, Jughead, the guy who sang the theme tune for the first Spider-Man movie. Nickelback. Oh, right. I can see it working in a Nickelback style for a, yeah, the BKs. Fuck
0: the fucking ears and his jacket. When I look at Ch- when, I, when I look at that guy, I don't think of Jughead. What do you think of? I just think mute. I just think mute. <laughs> Turn it off. <laughs> Make it stop. Get it out of my head. It's in my head. <laughs>
1: But, um, yeah, so the song was pretty loose shit, but then they showed the costumes, which
0: are a serious bag of what the fuck. It it makes me want to invest in a firearm. (laughs) (laughs) Even the pose. I I want to shoot the faggot dressed up as Green Goblin.
1: The Green Goblin has a top knot, for fuck's sake, and he's also kind of like...
0: (laughs) I know, it looks like... (laughs)
1: It just, it looks... (laughs) He's like leaning off to the side. It's It's wrong. It's bright fluorescent green. It's got spikes sticking out of it where you shouldn't have spikes. It's, It's wrong. It looks like it's made out of paper mache. I mean, I mean, the 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 movie suit is a step up from this. The movie suit is a completely other universe. The the, the
0: movie suit looks like the the best suit ever fucking made compared to this. Yeah,
1: and then they also they were so proud about the character they created for the show. One of the villains called Swiss Miss.
0: It looks like some bastard child from the Metropolis robot or something. Yeah, uh, it's just you know, like, it looks it's, like a BDSM queen for fuck's sake. It's like got she, blades sticking out all over the place. I know, which which
1: looks like a tutu and Madonna yeah. cups. It looks like a like a tutu of blades. Yeah, it's
0: really bad. I think if you if you google this online you'll like it. that. It looks a lot like of that. Sense. Looks like that knife dildo that the killer from Seven made made that dude wear to fuck that chick this looks like outtakes from Batman and Robin it does that's what That's what it looks like Yeah. that's why I hate it yeah.
1: <laughs> was Joel Schumacher
0: involved? Joel, what? did a French person design this? you can play tennis with a French person <laughs> no you can't
1: <laughs> no that was totally in no 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 but yeah, this looks
0: like it's going to be a fucking car crash. You <laughs> know. <laughs> I see. The, see, the difference between this and a car crash is that I would I would stop at a car crash. <laughs> I, I would I would watch a car crash. I wouldn't watch this. Yeah, this looks terrible. <laughs> this is ridiculous. What's wrong? with What happened to Julie Taymor? I don't know, but
1: she's got the tempest coming out, right? Yeah, that looks good. Yeah, that looks good. And her Titus is awesome. Yes,
0: <laughs> that's sounds good. She's, kind of she's got a really she's got a really Titus. <laughs> She's her tight her Titus is <laughs> her Titus. <ass> <laughs> <laughs> but I was, was I was
1: surprised what she looked like because I thought she was I mean, I don't know when she made Titus I thought she was blonde
0: but she just looks like way well, younger than I thought she was. I, I paid good money to watch Julie Taylor's Titus. <laughs> <laughs> Helen, Mirren. Helen Mirren's got a Titus. Yeah. So th- Anthony Hopkins <laughs> has got a Titus. <laughs> so does Jessica Lange. Alan Cumming's got a got a Titus. He's got a very Titus. Yeah. <laughs> So does Annette Crosby <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe it <laughs> Following These up. pictures make me feel like Richard Wilson yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's not a good thing Just don't go gluing any pints to your head
0: I, I don't believe it
1: <laughs> Following up in the What the fuck baggy crazy segment um, Did you see the trailer for Uwe Ball's Auschwitz?
0: No no, I I, I've heard, even hear about I heard about it. I heard it's like pretty fucked up.
1: So Uwe Ball, who up until recently was making bank by um, true, was uh, Germany yeah, yeah, German yeah. tax incentives. He was yeah. making absolute fucking trash movies in Germany uh, about finance in Germany. They would turn a little bit of money on DVDs, but these bankers would get their money back. Yeah, yeah. So he was considered a successful director in that way. However, yeah. artistically, every other way apart from financially, he was a fucking train wreck. He makes. Edward did- D. Wood Jr. looked like fucking Scorsese. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he made Postal, he made Blood Rain, he made The Name of
0: the King, which actually had Jason Statham in it. He actually gets decent actors in yeah. his movies. You know, like he did Alone in the Dark. Yeah. Which uh, had... Well, K- Christian Slater and Tara Reid. And, and, and Stephen That Hull. was the movie that, that knocked him out of that decent actors category. Yeah, yeah. Tara Reid is a fucking scientist? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like... It's, all, it's like fucking Denise Richards it's is like, a scientist again. It's, it's like, like, it's like yeah, Denise Richards is a nuclear scientist <laughs> like called Christmas Jones. <laughs> I thought Christmas only comes once a year. Oh, James. <laughs> Why does your Pierce Brosnan sound like Connery?
1: Because it's Bond. <laughs> Fuck it. Every, everyone's Bond sounds like Connery. There's only one true Bond. But this trailer looks... I mean, I saw the trailer, and actually... Despite the... If you, it's very hard to divorce from the trailer the fact that it's a Ball. I mean, yeah. this guy, he... He set up a scene in Postal where he was had a, a, a boxing ring and he fought. He invited his critics of his previous movies to come along, not telling them that he was actually you know a welterweight champion back in high school or something, and beat the ever living shit out of these internet nerds. Yeah, so,
0: yeah, 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 I heard about that. Yeah, <laughs> he beat them. He
1: beat the shit out of all of them. They, I mean, he, they, he said they were good. They were a good laugh about it. I think that's because they wanted him to stop hitting them. But this trailer just has him sitting outside like a door and is just banging. And as you see the little window, and then it goes in through the window, and it's like it's a fucking gas chamber. He's in full Nazi gear.
0: Wouldn't you be pissed, like you know, if you just turned, if you if you did that and then got an Oscar? <laughs> oh god! <laughs> and the, I don't want to live here anymore. I can't, <laughs> D- dude. Uh, uh the, the, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nowhere will be safe. Don't yeah. compute. If that, I mean, oh. my head hurts. But
1: it's gross. I mean, they've got like you know they show guys ripping the teeth out of the. You know, Shit. other you know, other um, other prisoners ripping the teeth out of the dead prisoners in the gas chamber. Them all falling down naked, fucking burning children's bodies. I mean, it's a very short clip, and it just has the incessant banging of the hands on the door.
0: <laughs> I mean, you know, anyone else, anyone else,
1: you would think that, oh wow, that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. But I mean, when it opens, it's got Uwe Ball with his arms crossed, looking kind of bored, sitting outside. And you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> Know,
0: no, just, you, no, you no, you can't do this. You haven't got the skills. You, you are not allowed to make a good movie.
1: <laughs> He's just You Can't get Gary Coleman in it. Gary Cole. Cole. Gary Cole. Sorry. Gary Cole. Coleman.
0: Are you? Are you which one? The little kid. <laughs> the little kid. Yeah. Coleman? Yeah, Gary Coleman. Gary <laughs> Coleman. The little kid.
1: <laughs> I always get them confused.
0: Arnold. Yes. <laughs>
1: Maybe they get Gary Collins then, but either way, it's. I think it's a German language movie as well. So, oh God, I can't. I I just can't imagine way Bowl playing in art house cinemas throughout the world. I know it'll what, what? up is down, black is white, <laughs> cats and dogs living We're together.
0: together. Right? Mass hysteria. Enough, I get the point. <laughs> what if you're wrong, <laughs> Lenny? You would have saved, saved the lives, lives of, millions of millions of, of registered voters. voters. <laughs> get him out of here. <laughs> I'm gonna send you a nice fruit basket. Miss him? (laughs) It's true. This man has no dick. (laughs) First, you can believe, Mister Pecker. My name is Peck. (laughs) Uh, We should just review Ghostbusters. Yeah, that could be the one we just sit and talk about for hours.
1: (laughs) uh, See, finishing up the movie news. Then, so Entertainment Weekly has learned that NBC is sick of heroes, so they're not gonna bother making a movie to finish it off. They're like, yeah, fuck it it's button. done which is
0: good news because it's done. it was done a, was long, done time a long time ago. ago I say this without ever having seen a single episode a single episode? I never saw a single episode you should watch the first series that's what everyone tells me that like, I should watch the first season yeah. but it just got it's a little... nice to take on the X-Men well I mean it was one of those things where it's like yeah I kept meaning to see it and by the time it, it actually like by the time I, I guess I could have actually seen it, I, I knew I already knew that it went downhill in, yeah. su- in such a big way that I was just like, oh, I can't be asked. I, I don't, I don't want to watch the first season, and get all into it, and then just be pissed that it just. just imagine off. there's one season that got cancelled. It's Firefly.
1: watch that? Leave it there. Because I mean, the, the, I, think, I think it was the first or second season. There's two episodes. One's Company Man, which you know it plays around with the, it does, it, you know, it flicks back and forth in time. It's got Eric Roberts in it. Mm-hmm. No, it hasn't got Eric Roberts. It has got Eric Roberts, but it's also got. um Chris Eccleston in it and it's showing you know the guy, the guys the guy who the hard room glasses guy the guy who's been like a bad guy up until this point you figure out you get all his motivations and it's not cheap and it's not tacked on and it works beautifully and intercutting between the present and what's happening then leads to show you how we became the man he is today all oh, right and it's awesome it's one of the best errors of television I've ever seen however I wouldn't say that most of the time because of the three series of dribble that followed it just kind of sold you a whole lot uh, I also have a trailer for Clint Eastwood's Hereafter, which dropped this week. Uh, Matt Damon stars in this. I didn't recognize an awful lot of the other actors, but
0: uh, I knew nothing about this movie at all. Mm-hmm.
1: And this is, he hasn't done... What was it? The last one was mm-hmm. Grant Trina, right?
0: Uh, yes, I believe so. Yeah. No, no, the last one was... um Iwo uh, No, no, the last one was that uh, Nelson Mandela movie, Invictus. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I still have to watch that, actually. Again, with Matt Damon. Yeah. But this, yeah, I mean, it looks like... This one looks interesting. I mean, it's, it's got something about... Um, it's slightly like supernatural in tone, which is unusual for Clint Eastwood he doesn't really go that level. well we talked about this movie um, quite some time ago when, when it was first announced and we had the same sort of a reaction to it then yeah. it's like oh Clint Eastwood's doing a ghost story yeah. well it's not quite a ghost story I mean Matt Damon is a, a psychic but he
1: gave it up because we were getting too much from him and is actually a real psychic there's no question about that and it seems to be a load of different slices of different stories there seems to be one kid who's lost his twin brother is a woman who's lost her child oh I whatever. see I see it's There's like it's like Ghost Town but as a serious serious movie no no these are like <laughs> these are real people
0: but they want to get in touch with I see, I see I see and he doesn't
1: really want to do it anymore I see um, and oh and so it's like
0: a gangster movie and what's they his keep, name they keep pulling him back in yeah what's his name from Go <laughs> he
1: does the stand up he did that stand up show that's like the the talent show the stand up guys ah uh, yeah huh? what um, blonde guy he's a comedian he's pretty good at comedy but he hasn't had a great movie career he's swelled a lot recently he's in Go he's one of the gay guys in Go uh, my mind's a blank uh. he seems That's to be perfect. in it as Matt Damon's brother but then like I was, I was thinking okay this would be quite nice I'm not, it's not creepy it's just kind of it's, got, it's more of a character piece and then well, it's close. and then it's tsunami hit like a real tsunami? <laughs> yeah, there's one woman that's talking to there's a fucking like, there's a, uh, a fucking tidal wave wipes away the town. a town I think it's a big part of it about that because they have these beautiful shots of the girl floating on the water oh, right. and it's something like I don't know whether she gets more of a connection with him because she was actually dead for a bit or something like that but I mean it looks beautiful oh, right. so uh, I'm definitely looking forward to this now after knowing nothing about it
0: Well Clint Eastwood's always a safe bet I mean yeah. he just gets better and better you know, it's like uh, with with each new Clint Eastwood movie that I see, I, I start getting really upset because I think he's not got many left in him. He's a, yeah, know it's like he's he's getting on. You know, yeah, it's yeah. like he's what eighty seven. It's like yeah. I mean, when I saw Gran Torino, I was just like, "Fuck, I love Clint Eastwood." Yeah, you know what I mean. That and movie was like just blew me away. And I got really upset when I heard that that was going to be his Zip last his last acting gig. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, <laughs> I thought <laughs> I thought all you <laughs> I thought all you slopes are supposed to be good at math. <laughs> all you fish heads are supposed to
1: be <laughs> oh what was it Sure, the movie is like every time we expect Would it be really funny if you went Ugh. he did it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. we were all pissing ourselves watching that movie yum 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 mm. Mm.
0: Yeah. yeah I'll have some chicken yeah yes, bring, bring some more of that yeah. good gook food yeah. <laughs> I love that movie That's great I want to watch it again <laughs> I want to watch it now <laughs> Turn it off <laughs> Turn it off <laughs> The show is over We're watching Clint Eastwood
1: We <laughs> can't <What> is it?
0: <laughs> Oh man
1: oh, Moving on to We have no emails this week Yeah no So emails. if you want to Nobody in, cares. You want to get in on this You want to take a knee on this You can uh, email us at podcast At mcgettonfries.com But first let let's
0: get Let's get into some reviews yeah. I'll uh, start off with uh, a Really just uh, just a quick summary Of the proposition mm-hmm. uh, The proposition it's a, it's a western It's an Australian movie Directed by John Hillcoat Who uh, went on to uh, Direct The Road Technically that's an eastern Yeah <laughs> <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Don't wax an intellectual On in this shit now It's an APAC story <laughs> um, I mean I was very excited To watch this movie Because this movie Was uh, written by Nick Cave whom, yeah. I, whom, whom I'm a huge fan of mm. um, if any of you are not... If you guys are not familiar with Nick Cave, I highly recommend uh, his his books, And the Ass Saw the Angel and The uh, the Death of Bunny Monroe, which, incidentally, is going to be turned into a TV series starring Ray Winston, who is in this movie as well. Um, but this is a movie about... Um, it's about... It's about the uh, the, the Burns brothers. Uh, Guy Pearce is the lead. And he plays Charlie Burns. And the movie has a spectacular opening. It uh, It opens right in the middle of a big fuck-off shootout. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like... Right in the middle of it, so, Boom. It's, yeah, exactly. It's like you know, it's like it's all quiet, like you no know, presents, blah 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 blah. And then and suddenly, like, hmm? no, and then suddenly, bang 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 bang. People screaming and shit, fucking you know, like naked Asian prostitutes running everywhere. It's awesome, no. um, and. So what's going on in the shootout is that uh, Guy Pierce and uh, his brother, uh, played by this guy Richard Wilson not not the Richard Wilson that <laughs> we were. Afraid. I
1: don't believe it. <laughs>
0: I'm in a shootout. <laughs> Richard, Wil- Richard Wilson plays Guy Pierce's young <laughs> brother. <laughs> Only Nick Cave can come up with <laughs> But no, this Richard Wilson is a young man. Uh, his character's name is Mike Burns, and um, so they're in the middle of the shootout. the uh, the, poli- the, uh, the police are outside. They, they're cornered. Um, Ray Winston plays Captain Stanley. He's an Englishman who is uh, who's the captain of the police force, in, uh, now living in Australia with his wife Emily Watson. Mm-hmm. And so after the shootout, there basically what what happened is uh, that Ray Winston says that I'm going to hang your younger brother. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, I'm going to hang I'm going to hang you as well. And I'll, but I'm going to like offer you this proposition. It's like if you, if you want to save your brother from from the noose. Mm-hmm then you have to bring me your older brother uh, who is uh, played by Danny Houston and his name is Arthur Burns. Mm. <laughs> and Danny Houston is just the, the worst of the worst. He's like a fucking psycho and mm. nobody can get him. Yeah. So that's why Ray, Ray Winston offers Guy Pierce this proposition. is like, if you can bring me your brother, if you can kill your brother and bring him to me, then I'll pardon you and, and, and your younger brother. Uh, but this, this sends... Like, when people find out about this, naturally, everything goes apeshit because these... Um, Guy, you know Guy Pierce and um, uh, guy, the Brothers guy, Burns. Yeah, the Brothers Burns. They are basically they they raped and murdered uh, this 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 woman who was pregnant and uh, who was a close friend of Emily Watson. Um. Uh So like the the town is hungry for blood, uh, but Ray Winston basically assumes that he cannot catch this guy on his own, so he sends his brother to do it. And so then that's essentially the movie. Is yeah. that there's like a you know like w- what do you do? You know, do you, do you kill your brother? What do you do? Um, <laughs> And so, like, there's, there's two separate movies going on. There's Ray Winston's story. Because at the beginning of the movie, you just think Ray Winston's a fucking asshole. Yeah. And then, as you get to know him a bit better, you realize that there's, there's a lot more to him. He has, like, has a lot more depth. He's a man in that situation. Yeah, and, uh, I mean, the acting across the board is just great. Yeah. And, you know, like Nick Cave is really good with... Um, you know, like with with uh, what isn't said. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like the dialogue is very eco- it's very economical. Uh, and there's and whenever people do speak, it's it's always like it's so lyrical and beautiful, like like you know the way that only Nick Cave can do it. Uh, but there's some brilliant performances in there. Um, John Hurt turns up as a, as a bounty hunter yeah. who uh, who's also looking for for the Burns brothers. <laughs> Uh, and he has this conversation with Guy Pierce, not realizing that Guy Pierce is one of the guys that he's uh, he's looking for, <laughs> and he's completely drunk, right? And <laughs> and he's like holding up, and he, and he has an issue with the Irish. You know, he's just talking shit about the Irish. And then like uh, Guy Pierce is like, "You talk about the Irish one more time, and I'll fucking kill you." Yeah, you know. And, and he's pouring him a drink. And he's like, "Right, right. Let's. We got off on the wrong foot. I take it back." And he like he holds up a toast. And he's like, "To the Irish, the finest people ever to peel a potato." <laughs> 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 he's just got these great lines About the Irish Like mm-hmm. he's ta- L- Later on he's got another one It's like What is an Irishman But a nigger turned inside out <laughs> <laughs> Jesus It's Christ. just fucked up you know? yeah, yeah But it's a great fucking character And the acting is just awesome Danny Houston is great in this mm-hmm. And it's interesting to see Danny Houston with an Irish accent Really? Yeah yeah. yeah. It do- it's not He's, ve- he's, he's very, not Irish is he? No He's very clever in the sense That it's very subtle He doesn't try and do Like a Brad Pitt in The Devil's Own it, it, it's still, you, you, you know, like you can tell it's not his natural, his his uh, his natural um, accent, accent. Yeah. But it's done in a very subtle way that it doesn't, it never at any point breaks. No. Uh, and um, I mean, you I I mean, I mean, no Irish.
1: I'll have a look and I'll see what say. Yeah.
0: You know, tell me what you think. Tell me what you think of Guy Pearce's accent. But uh, if you haven't seen this movie, if you like westerns, especially uh, sort of like westerns that have a similar tone to like *Unforgiven*, that are not just about shoot em ups, Yeah. you know, like this is a very quiet movie. When when the violence happens, it happens very quick and it happens very strong, mm-hmm. uh, and it's and it's brutal. It's brutal stuff. But for the most part, this is a very meditative tone, and it's 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 a really interesting uh, character study, and like the. And, and Danny Houston's character is so fascinating in the sense that he's he's a complete savage, but at the same time he's in strange ways very kind. Yeah, you know, like especially with his family, you know, it's <laughs> it's like Are we murderers. No, we're not murderers. We're family. <laughs> <laughs> so you can tell these, you can tell he's completely off his rocker. Mm. But at the same time, there's something about him that's very noble and very lyrical, and the dialogue is just beautiful. I mean, that when. The di- uh, Ray Winston's dialogue In which he actually Talks about the proposition When he offers the proposition To Guy Pierce, mm-hmm. It's beautifully written Yeah You know it's, it's very sort of like Suppose I was to suggest Something blah 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 Suppose I was to Suppose I was to give you A gun and a horse Suppose this suppose I, And just the way it's done yeah. It's like you can just feel Nick Cave's fingerprints All over it And It's just a beautiful Beautiful movie If you guys haven't seen it I highly highly recommend it I've had it there for a while I just haven't had the time To watch it I highly recommend it It's a very very good film Cool And not long either It clocks in like an hour and a half so it, so it doesn't outstay its welcome. Mm-hmm. I think if it was any longer than that, it might, you know, it might get a bit slow because there are certain parts where it really does take its time. Yeah. But the characters are just so interesting that you're invested in it, and it's good that it, you know, that it has that economy in it.
1: Was that nominated for Oscar?
0: No, it wasn't. Not even. I don't think Not so. Not even nominated. Uh, I was probably nominated for something, but it wasn't nominated for the Oscars. Okay. Cool. Excellent. No, I highly recommend this movie. Uh, this week I caught four lines.
1: Four Lions. Lions, yeah, Four <laughs> Lions. Although I've written down Flower Lions here. <laughs> uh, this is a movie by Chris Morris, who, if you don't know who he is, he uh, produced TV shows The Day Today and uh, Brass Eye in the UK, which were fantastic news satire satiricals. Wasn't, wasn't
0: he also involved in IT Crowd as well? He
1: was in IT Crowd, he was yeah. the original Renan. Yeah. <laughs> I don't mean to blow my own trumpet, but I might be the best man who ever lived. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, none of you have got glasses. Well, pretend to toast me.
0: Yes. Can, he's, I, he's, 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 can he, I fuck your mother?
1: Yeah. <laughs> he is brilliant at what he does. Brass Eye and um, the day-to-day were absolutely fantastic. They got they got questions introduced in the Houses of Parliament about this new drug on the streets, cake. Cake is destroying our children. <laughs> the, the I think it's the, the Brass Eye, I think. Was it? The Brass Eye uh, paedophilia special is, like, you know, notorious. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's like... <laughs> In it, it just, it's infamous with how it dealt with Peter. I think even Simon Pegg turns up and it's like, you know, what does a real pedophile think? Let's ask him. And they bring in Simon Pegg he's like, here's my son. Would you fuck him? No. Why not? It's not really my time. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just, it's so far out there, but it's all, it looks like the news at 10 in the UK. Or, sorry, the, the, the brass eye looks like Panorama. Mm-hmm. The day to day looked like um, the news at 10. And that's where Alan Partridge came from because that's where he was the clueless sports commentator who knew fuck all about sports mm-hmm. but um, she's always had this kind of satirical edge his radio show and TV show Blue Jam was fucking insane but this is a movie about four five guys uh, Omar, Waj, Fessel, Hassan and Barry <laughs> 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 who are uh, you know you're introduced to them and they're shooting their terrorist video for like you know, today, you know the video that they, that they distribute once they've blown themselves up right and you know, Wadge is a fucking idiot. <laughs> he's a fuck. The, the, some of the, the the cursing in this movie is extremely. They're, they curse in Urdu a lot of the time, and it's fucking genius. You fucking loose camel sphincter. <laughs> but they're shooting the video, and he's like, "What's that?" It's like it's an, AK, it's an It's a replica AK forty-seven. It's like yeah, it's tiny. It's not. It's my hand. got big hands. It's like I will move closer to the camera and look bigger. You know, they're just they are idiots I think the premise of this movie is that if you get four or five guys to try and do anything like normal blokes they will fuck it up guys, four guys around to build a shed will fuck it up mm-hmm. so if you imagine these guys trying to make a bomb and blow up stuff
0: they're gonna fuck it up
1: they're totally rubbish at it and I mean two of the guys go to Pakistani training camp as well and they end up killing Osama bin Laden <laughs> they're trying to shoot down a predator drone and they end up firing the rocket in the wrong direction and they, and they kill Osama bin Laden that's genius <laughs> yeah and you only find that at the end but it, 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 that's nice to see what's done um, there's a lot of stylistically there's this whole thing going on where a lot of the establishing shots are done like CCTV mm-hmm, like so like, there's a zoom in there, you know, it, sh- it shows you the whole town and it zooms in on the flat they're working in so it seems like they're on the surveillance mm-hmm. and stuff like that and they I mean Faisal um, he's training crows to be suicide bombers He's got like these little crows with little bomb back- backpacks on them and he's getting them to fly into stuff and stuff like that. But they just, like, you know, by the time he walks away, it's supposed to, you know, it's supposed to land in the tag and then they dial the number and it blows up and it just blows up on its own. Oh, right. Uh, and uh, I mean, halfway through it does take a serious turn because you realize they can actually do this.
0: Well, I mean, I, I would imagine that at some point if you're making a comedy about terrorism, terrorists, you would have no choice but to get serious at some point.
1: <laughs> yeah, it does, it treads a fine line. I mean, Jeff's not going to like this because he highly recommend this movie, but for me, it's one of those things where. It's not—it's not painful to watch like The Office, but it is done in that kind of cinema verite style. Mm-hmm, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's very much a lot of them arguing with each other mm-hmm. and idiots arguing with each other. Right. So where they're actually, you know, they're constantly changing where they stand because they realize what they're where they're standing is, is ridiculous. You know, Barry wants to say, "We've got a target. What is it? We're going to blow up the mosque." It's like <laughs> what? It's like we're going to blow up the mosque. We're going to rattle- radicalize the the uh, liberals. It's like. I don't want to go to fucking heaven and talk to God and say, like, you know, blew up my brothers. What the fuck are you talking about, mate? So now we're going to, we're going to, it's not stupid. It's going to blow up the mosque. It, it's gonna, you, how are you going to radicalise them if you blow them up? It's like, oh. And you know, and Barry's just like blustering. There's a lot of that in that. There's a lot of them just arguing with each other in a really dunderheaded way. And a lot of it is, that, that is quite funny. Mm-hmm. Or like Fessel, who, you know, he goes buying all this bleach. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's like, what did you do? What you you fucking bought? Where'd you buy all this bleach? Did you buy it from different areas so I wouldn't know? Oh, I bought it from the High Street. I was like, what? So I just bought, it's okay. I bought them in different batches, mm. right? But how did they knew it was you? No, no, I used uh, I used different voices. <laughs> what kind of voices? I used an Irish voice, like an IRA voice. So you use the voice of a terrorist to buy bleach? <laughs> yeah. What's that like? Can I have twelve bottles of bleach, please? <laughs> Give me another one. I use the woman's voice. What's that like? Can I have twelve bottles of bleach, please? <laughs> alright and then they figure out that you had a beard it's like no I had my hands over my face how did you have your hands over your face like this and you just like you know like this <laughs> why would a woman do that because she has a beard <laughs> <laughs> so there is that they are just you know fucking idiots but I mean it's hard for me I think I had a too high expectation going into this movie because uh-huh. I, I was in the UK just before it came out I yeah. just missed it by a week so maybe if I'd seen it back then I might have enjoyed it a little bit more because mm-hmm. there is like I said there's an awful lot of like big stupid fight a lot of stupid funny things said and then just like angry staring mm-hmm. and it is kind of it's, a, it's not uncomfortable watch but for me I, I'm not big into that style of um movie so parts of that I can't watch The Office Right. I can't watch the original English Office oh, I, no I, squirm up to a, I can't stand to the size of a tennis ball I'm like oh god no what is he doing stop I, somebody for the love of god stop this man I just can't handle that kind of stuff yeah. this isn't quite as bad as that or you know not bad it's not a bad thing it's just that it's effective I mean that's how effective it is on me it fucks up my mind but um it is I didn't find it as laugh out loud funny as I had hoped and between the laughs there is a long period of you know getting shit together and just being angry with each other right. which makes it a little bit more uncomfortable it's not a laugh right, right. But I guess it's, it's impossible not to do a laugh right yeah yeah. Uh, it ends quite well as well I mean you know, there's only so many endings you can imagine for a story like this and they do end it well and then at the end of it there is a little bit of a coda which is quite nice so it's well worth staying past the credits so it's hard to recommend it was worth watching but it's not something like Black Dynamite you can sit around on a Saturday night and just get drunk and watch you know right, what I mean it's right. something you need to pay attention to also their accents are almost impenetrable <laughs> right a lot of the time because like you know you know you you gotta, you know, you're gonna get, when you go to heaven you don't want to be like it's, all, it's like Golden Towers you don't want to be in the queues you want to be in the rides you want to <laughs> be on Oblivion yeah Rubber Dinghy Rapids yeah you want to be on Rubber Dinghy Rapids and Rubber Dinghy Rapids comes up throughout like you know Waz just said, <laughs> there's a police there's a police negotiator and like what do you want watch what can we get you rubber dinghy rapids mate that's what it's about it's all about rubber dinghy rapids and he was like what Alton Towers like a fun fair it's not a fun fair it's a theme park (laughs) so the dialogue is very clever but um, yeah as I said you need to sit down and pay attention to this movie if you want to watch it so it's not too much of a relaxing watch
0: but it's good I would say it's good excellent so definitely go see it another movie that I caught uh, is a movie called The Joneses uh, the Joneses is uh, This is an interesting film yeah. yeah This is an interesting film I, I really like this actually mm. uh, It stars David Duchovny Demi Moore Amber Heard And Ben Hollingsworth As the Joneses mm. And um, it's it's. Uh, have you heard anything About this movie? No uh, I mean the movie starts With like you know They're just a typical Happy family uh, They're in this They're in this fucking Cool ass land cruiser And they're just driving And and uh, it sort of intercuts between them sort of talking about how nice the car is uh-huh. and uh, just sort of being a regular, seemingly perfect family. Uh-huh. And, and while all this is going on, it intercuts with uh, the movers basically uh, furnishing their new house that they're, in the, that they're on their way... That they're on their way to Yeah You know And it gets to, And like And you know They're clearly made of money mm-hmm. Because they get to the house The house is this big Fucking huge mansion type house I mean like But in a, in a nice little suburban area There's lots of, They got America's know, like that People yeah. have ridiculously sized houses yeah. For a million And they get They get into the house And it's just like Already fully furnished There's like You know Like a uh, Beautiful like A uh, A f- uh, f- f- uh, f- Portraits of them as a family, as a happy family, like the pro- professional uh, sort of like headshots of, of all of them, like uh, you know, like just goofing around, yeah, a happy family. The house is awesome. They got a oh, great fucking dining set. I mean, it's just amazing house, right? Yeah. And um, and then they get a visit from the neighbors, and the neighbors are played by Gary Cole <laughs> and uh, Glenn Headley. Do you remember Glenn Headley? Uh, she was uh, Dick Tracy's girlfriend, and Dick Tracy, the redhead she was, Oh yeah, yeah, she, yeah. Was, she was the jackal and dirty rotten scoundrels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I fucking love her. Cool. <laughs> She's cool. She's cool. And uh, I hadn't seen her in a movie In a long time So it was nice to see her Mm -hmm. And um And so like you know Just like showing showing him around And they just seem to have All this cool shit You know It's like just showing him around Like uh, David Duchovny Who's basically He's cool as fuck in this movie Mm -hmm. I mean The cast is awesome Debbie Moore's really good as well Really? Yeah Um and like you know, he's he's like going up to Gary Cole. He's like, hey, you want a beer? Try this new beer. This beer is awesome. And he's like, oh, you're right. This beer is really good. <laughs> it's like everything about you is just awesome. Mm. And uh, and then you know they go to bed, and um, you know, and it's seemingly perfect perfect family. Then at night, uh, David Duchovny and Demi Moore they're in the bedroom, and D- D- David Duchovny is like, this is a nice bed. You know, I could really get used to sleeping on this. You know, and, uh, and then she's like, hmm, yes. Well, good night. And he's like, good night. And he leaves the room. And he go down. He goes downstairs to his room. Oh. You know, and then like you know, they're sleeping, and then and then you then cut later in the night. You see this uh, sort of like these foot like uh, like uh, the feet. You see these feet. <laughs> you see these foot <laughs> heading towards David Duchovny's bed. So get, the foot, the foot climbs in it. Yeah, and they, <laughs> and uh, you know, like getting into bed with David Duchovny, and then you realize, fuck, it's his daughter. It's Amber Heard. Uh huh. You know, she's totally naked, and then like and he's asleep, and she's like, yeah, you want some of this. And then like as soon as Before anything can happen Demi Moore comes in Pulls her out of the bed is like You fucking bitch You know like This again and, like, this kind of shit? And, and the rest of the scene Plays out with Amber Heard totally nude Fuck You know they're just arguing It's like what's the problem you're like, you're like, You are like you, you won't do him So that means I can And like that kind of shit and, and then it's just like What the fuck's going on And then you realize that They're not a real family uh-huh. They are um, They're salesmen And basically they, they, uh, They're a sales team and they, and they <laughs> they're a sales team and like uh, basically they, they act as a family yeah. a perfect family they get access to all this cool shit and their job is to sell it so and so like a, so the son come you know he, he goes to high school he's got all this cool shit that he ends up selling to all the other guys like the games and all that yeah. but, and uh Creating like you know like a ripple effect and like the like this person told me word of question, mouth. yeah yeah word of mouth the same thing with the daughter she's like you know she's got the coolest fucking clothes coolest fucking shoes coolest fucking lipstick coolest fucking mascara everything but they're not related to each they're other in any way shape they're purely a sales team. <laughs> And uh, you know, like, and David. A black
1: ops sales team.
0: And David Duchovny is like, uh, he's a former, go- he's a, he's a failed golf pro. Uh, used to be a car salesman. Oh, and uh, he's the rookie. It's his first. Uh, it's his first assignment. Mm-hmm. And he's like the weakest to begin with. Uh-huh. Like basically, at the end of the month, they have like a review. Uh, Lauren Hutton turns up, and uh, basically, she's their boss, and she's like, "Okay, Steve, yeah, you're in, you're you're up four four percent, four percent this month." And then, and then it turns out that everyone else is up like 18% 26% and it's like you gotta apply yourself you, know, you gotta sell 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 <laughs> and he's not too good at it because he's kind of a nice person mm-hmm. and he's got a crush on Demi Moore mm-hmm. and Demi Moore's just like no 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 business all business and that burns out
1: that got a crush on him
0: Mm-hmm. No, but the Amber Heard thing—that doesn't. What's nice about the Amber Heard character is that she's just a slut. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's nice about it. Yeah. No, in the sense that it's not this other subplot where she likes David Duchovny. Yeah. it's like she just wants to fuck him, and when she realizes that she can she goes and fucks someone else. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, there's an interesting twist with Ben Hollingsworth's character as well. I mean, they all have their—they all, all—they all have their moments. And uh, Gary Cole is just awesome. Yeah, and it's he's always like, awesome. He's just awesome. I mean, and it, what's interesting is that it just sort of takes a look at. The, the sort of downside of what happens when people go out of their way to try and have the things that they want, even though they don't can't really afford it.
1: It's a consumer's tale.
0: Yeah, um, and it's a cautionary so, consumer's tale. Yeah, in many ways it is, and it's it's kind of cool, and it has some pretty funny moments in it. And when it does get serious, it doesn't feel forced. It's very nice. The my only complaint with this movie, which uh, is that I don't like the ending. Really, the ending feels like tagged very on. very just tagged on. You know, it, it's like it. it Just when it looks like it's going to go into an interesting territory, it's like, oh shit, they're actually going to explore this. Okay, kind of cool. Mm -hmm. Um, Nothing happens, Ah. and then you just get an ending that feels forced. Uh, It's a it's a nice ending in the sense that you know you want these characters to because you know you you I I don't know some closure closure you 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 do want want uh, these characters to have some closure because uh, you do like them yeah and um, it just feels very kind of like it's you you know you're sold short on it. Mm But, uh, I mean, I did enjoy the movie. I mean, I would give it, like, three stars, something like that. Hmm. Uh, but, um, yeah, the ending just feels weird. It just feels fake. Sounds like a very cool concept. It is a very cool concept. And there are certain things that they do with it that is cool to watch. And the acting is very good. I mean, it's very well cast. Cool. David Duchovny, I mean, he's just a charming son of a bitch, you know. It's... <laughs> and, and even, like, watching the X, The X-Files... It was just one of those actors that you always, wa- I always wanted to see this guy do, do more comedy because yeah. he is funny. Mm-hmm. He's just got this droll, dry delivery that just cracks you up. Have
1: you watched California Cation*?
0: Uh, I've seen the first season.
1: Yeah, I've seen bits of the first season. As well. Yeah.
0: It's quite good. But yeah, check it out if you get the chance. Yeah, cool.
1: Alright, so we'll finish off with our customary Malaysian and, box- and US box office top tens. Starting off with Malaysia at number 10. We've got Avatar Special Edition. Number nine, Puachukang the movie. Number eight, The Expendables.
0: Number seven, Vampires Suck. Yes, they do. Number six, I haven't seen this, but I want to. Old Cow vs. Tender Grass. Why do you want to see this? (laughs) Look at the title (laughs) Old Cow vs. Tender Grass. Can you hear what it's about? No. I would would imagine it's about an old cow. (laughs) Tender Tender grass. grass. (laughs) It's an hour and a half of cow eating (laughs) grass. It's probably Korean. (laughs) Number five. Awesome. (laughs) Number five,
1: Grown Ups. Number four, King of Fighters. I saw two tech and I don't think I can take another one so soon. (laughs) Number three,
0: Cats and Dogs The Revenge of Kitty Galore. Fuck off. Number two, Step Up Three. Number one, I'm hearing Piranha. so many good
1: things about how this is a good 3D movie, which like lowers the barrel up, but yeah, I don't know.
0: In other words, it has no plot. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Number one, Piranha 3D. Again, I haven't heard any stories from Malaysia about how much... They've cut. Yeah. I don't
0: think we're going to get to see Jerry O'Connell's
1: cock getting, get, by, get, 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 getting chewed up by I Piranha. mean, I've heard there's nudity, partial nudity throughout, so I don't know how that's going to work here. Number ten in the US, Nanny, Nanny McPhee, McPhee returns. returns. Number nine, Inception.
0: Number eight, Eat, Pray, Love. Number seven, The Other Guys. I've heard this is really good. Yeah. Number six, The Expendables. This is Number five, (laughs) Going the Distance. I've heard this is actually all right. Yeah, someone mentioned this to me previously.
1: How did they see it? Tell
0: me out. Yeah. (laughs) Number four, The Last Exorcism. Number three, Takers. Number two, Machete. Yeah, I want to see Machete. I want to see that too. I want to see Lindsay Lohan's tits. (laughs) 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 Because apparently they jailbait. They do make an appearance. Oh really? Number one, The American. So yeah, The American's doing quite well. Well, it just opened. Mm. Uh, But from what I understand, Resident Evil is uh, making bank. Yeah. Yeah. I'll have to go see that just for the freeness and ridiculousness of the whole fucking thing. So I was looking at a picture of Wentworth Miller the other day, mm-hmm. and it's like you look like you look like Action Man. <laughs> he does, you know that
1: old toy. Like, He's got action. like gripping action <laughs> and kung fu hair. Oh, not kung fu hair, kung fu grip and uh, realistic hair. Does he have eagle eyes? You remember eagle eyes. Yeah, <laughs> little switch at the back of the neck.
0: It's know. not a doll. It's an action figure. <laughs> it's an action man. <laughs> now, do you remember Orville? That green. That green bird? Yeah!
1: (laughs) What the fuck? Where did that come
0: from? (laughs) I just just remember there was an action man version. There was an action man version of Orville. What? (laughs) In the show. Oh, right. Did you like an action man? What was the monkey called? Bubbles? No. I can't remember. I just remember. The the monkey was just like insane fucking crazy bastard. I just Monkeys are always crazy. (laughs) It's like the monkey from Toy Story 3. I love that monkey. (laughs) that gave me
1: fucking nightmares and DJ I, I, he was a character I did not want to see redeemed I wanted to see him burn in fucking hell <laughs> and just to finally finish off it's 47 days until Scott Pilgrim comes out in Malaysia <laughs> Scott Pilgrim oh dear god this wait is interminable so thanks very much for listening next week we don't know what we'll watch but I'm sure we'll have something
0: probably yeah. Resident Evil I'll probably check out Resident Evil
1: what are you doing nothing okay <laughs> <laughs>
0: Thanks a lot for listening.
1: I mean, good night. Good night.